0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: The state of Alabama is seeking to set up another execution date that will involve a lethal injection this time. Prosecutors from the Alabama Attorney General's Office have filed a motion with the state Supreme Court regarding death row inmate Jamie Mills. 39-year-old Mills was convicted back in 2007 of capital murder in the brutal killing of an elderly couple at their home in Gwynn. Floyd and Vera Hill were in their 70s and 80s. Mills' wife, Joanne, is serving a life sentence in prison for aiding her husband in the grisly murder. The Alabama Public Library Service will be hearing from Alabamians about a recent rule change that was recommended by Governor Ivey. The governor sent a letter to the APLS and Director Nancy Pack regarding the controversy that arose last year over sexually explicit books being made available in the children and teens sections, despite concerns coming from parents. Ivy then went on to suggest some new administrative rules and policies for the APLS in a follow-up letter that was sent in October. One of those suggestions from Ivy involved state funding being connected to whether or not library policies responded to parental concerns and demands for better supervision of the types of books being offered to children and teens. That rule change was approved by the APLS and this week the official policy change is now open to the public for review and comment. For the next 90 days, the Alabama Library Association, which is a chapter of the American Library Association, is planning to submit a counterproposal to these latest rules during this time of public comment. A state senator is slamming the rollout of medical cannabis here in Alabama. State Senator Larry Stutz says it's either caused by corruption or incompetence, and he is suggesting that the same thing will be present in any attempts to roll out gambling here in the state. Stutz spoke with 1819 News Editor-in-Chief Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile.
2: Drugs in general are a tremendous problem in our society, and to call it medical marijuana, it's going to make it more available in society. It's going to legitimize it to young people. Oh, this is a medicine. No,
3: it's not. It's marijuana.
2: You know, So I'm still opposed to it for all those reasons, but you're exactly right. The rollout has just been a catastrophe. And, you know, and that's the same situation with, with gaming. You know, who, who's going to run it? Where are the facilities going to be located? Uh, how is it going to be managed? Who's going to decide who gets what? So th- this, th- those two issues are kind of a mirror image of each other. You, you think a marijuana dispensary license is a big deal. Try getting a casino license and see right. how big a deal that is.
1: A Mobile man had to travel to Birmingham to retrieve the internal organs of his brother. Simon Moore was given those organs by UAB Hospital after a funeral home in Mobile received the body of, received the body of Kelvin Moore and revealed that he had no internal organs. Kelvin died at the Limestone Correctional Facility due to a fentanyl overdose. The autopsy of Kelvin was performed last summer. This is yet another case of a family of an inmate finding out that organs were removed and not returned to the body of the person who died within the correctional facility. Moore told ABC 3340 News that this is a vile action done to his brother and that the family is considering a lawsuit. The deadline for candidates to qualify for the special election for House District 27 ended this past Tuesday night. There are now six Republicans who have entered into the race. No Democrats sought to qualify. The GOP candidates are Stacy George, Bill Hancock, Alan Miller, Gina Ross, Bill Strickland, and Billy Ray Todd. The special election will have its primary election on April 2nd, and the special general election will be held on July 16th of this year. House District 27 covers the areas of ARAB, Guntersville, Grant, and Union Grove. And this week, the 908th Airlift Wing at Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery activated its new Gray Wolf helicopter. A ceremony was held on Wednesday, which officially launched the helicopter training unit. It will now be called the 58th Operations Group Detachment 3. The launch is a result of a massive overhaul that has been underway for the past three years at Maxwell Air Force Base. It's a transition from flying cargo planes to the Gray Wolf helicopter. The plan to transition was first announced in 2020. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is talking about the situation in his state between the Texas National Guard and other law enforcement agencies who are seeking to repel the invasion of illegal aliens, while federal Border Patrol agents are being told by the Biden administration to go to those same areas and cut the razor wire away. Paxton spoke about it on Newsmax.
3: I don't think there's tension between the actual people on the ground. The Border Patrol do not like what they're being forced to do. They do it because they are forced by Joe Biden and his administration to do it. On day one of his administration, he said that he was not going to deport people anymore. And ever since then, we've been in litigation with them over immigration, and he's continued to let people in. But that's not what law enforcement wants. I can tell you, nobody wants what he wants. And and basically, he's decided, to the detriment of the American public, that he's going to bring these people in, work with the cartels every day, because the cartels make money off every person coming through, and he's making it easier for them because they don't have to hide anymore. They just turn themselves in. And it also allows the cartels to import more drugs. So it's it's been very profitable and good for the cartels. It has not get, been good for Americans because of the increased crime, the risk of terrorism, and the cost that every state's going to bear as a result of this.
1: There were absolutely blistering moments that erupted in the Senate Judiciary Committee this past Wednesday, as the CEO of Meta, otherwise known as Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg was grilled by Missouri Senator Josh Hawley over the growing data points that show social media is harmful to the mental health and development of children and teens.
2: Here's some information from a whistleblower who came before the Senate, testified under oath in public. He worked for you. He's a senior executive. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all Who these new Who did you fire? Tools. Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, you this didn't is fire a...
2: anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I action. it's appropriate
0: to talk about it, it, like individual it's not HR decisions. Do you know who's like sitting that.
2: behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone, and you don't think it's appropriate to talk about steps that you took? The fact that you didn't fire a single person? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry? Have you compensated any of the victims? These girls, have you compensated them? I don't believe so. Why not? Don't you think they deserve some compensation for what your platform has done? help Senator- with counseling services, help with dealing with the issues that your, your services cause? Our,
0: our job is to make sure that we build tools to help keep people safe. Are you going to platform? compensate them? Senator, our job and what we take seriously is making sure that we build industry-leading tools to find harmful to content, make money. take it off the services, no, no, to make money. and to build tools that empower parents. So and you didn't take any
2: people. action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a that's single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I, Would I mean, you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people?
1: At this point, Zuckerberg actually stood up and apologized to the dozens of people in the audience behind him. However, the cameras and mics did not really pick up on exactly what Zuckerberg said. But when he sat back down, Hawley did not let up for one moment.
2: Will you take personal
0: responsibility? Senator, I, I think I've already answered this. I mean, this is... These we'll are try issues. again. Will
2: you take personal responsibility?
0: Senator, I view my job and the job of our company as building the best tools that we can to keep our community safe. Well, you're failing at that. To, well, Senator, we're doing an industry-leading effort. We build AI oh, tools nonsense. that— Oh, nonsense.
2: Your product is killing people. Will you personally commit to compensating the victims? You're a billionaire. Will you commit to compensating the victims? Will you set up a compensation fund Senator, with your money? I
0: think these are—, these are With your money. Senator, these are complicated Yes Yes, th- no, that, that's not a complicated I, I, question, I, though. That's Senator- a yes or no. Will
2: you set up a victim's compensation fund with your money, the money you made on these families sitting behind you? Yes or no? Senator, I don't think that that's... Uh, my job is to Sounds make sure like like we no. good tools. My, my job like a is no. to make sure that... We- your job is to be responsible for what your company has done. You've made billions of dollars on the people sitting behind them. Are you here. You've done nothing to help them. You've done nothing to compensate them. You've done nothing to put it right. You could do so here today, and you should.
1: The brother of Joe Biden, James Biden, has agreed to a date for questioning by the House Oversight Committee. That date will be February 21st. The subpoena for James Biden was issued last November. The House Oversight Committee continues to investigate the foreign business deals conducted by Hunter Biden, which then benefited the entire Biden family, including Joe. A federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit that was filed by Walt Disney Company against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. The lawsuit claimed that DeSantis, along with members of a state board, were retaliating against Disney when state lawmakers removed the special exemption that was given to Disney back in 1967, giving them autonomous powers. Disney claims that that move was in response to their criticism of state laws that curtail sexual conversations in public school classrooms for ages 10 and under. Disney then sued the governor and board members of the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board for this decision, saying it was due to Disney's political comments. The judge determined that Disney did not have standing. There are further developments in the case against Donald Trump in Georgia. Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade has limited the amount of exposure that was coming his way by quickly settling his divorce case and avoiding any further questions or the subpoena of his alleged lover, Fanny Willis. Nathan Wade and Jocelyn Wade have entered into an agreement to address all issues surrounding the divorce, and the terms of that agreement will not be filed in court. Have you heard the name Janet Mello? Mello is a woman who has been under criminal investigation for defrauding the U.S. Army of $100 million. The case against Mello was written in the Army Times at the start of January. 57-year-old Mello was working as a civilian financial program manager at the Joint Base in San Antonio. That's when she stole millions of dollars and then went on to purchase 31 properties, 78 vehicles, a jewelry collection, and various bank accounts. Mello was able to siphon off the federal funds through a fake organization that she created called Child Health and Youth Lifelong Development. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.